Today's episode is sponsored by Youmore. Youmore helps us better understand and uplift our mental health with instant screening, data tracking, insights, and targeted exercises. I've had the pleasure of having both co-founders on the podcast, and I really admire what they do and love their vision behind the company. Youmore is the AI-powered mental well-being tracker that helps you build positive habits, change behaviors, and share your progress with friends, family, and physicians. Youmore's vision is to make mental health as seamless and as accessible as possible. Its purpose is to act as a support and prevention tool and to provide you with the data and insights to help you develop an awareness of your current mental state and stress levels. The way it works is very simple. You download the app for free on your smartphone. You fill in a quick questionnaire that will assess how you're currently feeling, which will act as a starting point, and it will check in with you daily to track your well-being over time and so that you are able to see your progression day by day. Youmore also gives you access to many evidence-based exercises which are designed to help you live your happiest and healthiest life. The goal of Youmore is to be your friend, is there to help and support you in your mental health journey. And to find out more, you can check out their website at youmore.app. Hey guys, welcome to Hope It Helps. How's everyone doing? Uh, it's going to be a solo episode this week. Um, as you guys all know, it was World uh, Mental Health Day a few days ago, and it's kind of been like Mental Health Awareness Week, so I thought this would be a great opportunity to discuss all things mental health, uh, shed some new perspective, hopefully, on the matter, share with you some of my own experiences and what I can do to help you, and if you need help, what are the best ways to find help. Um, but before we get into everything, guys, I wanted to announce today, I'm super excited uh, to be partnering with you more. And I said from the beginning of the podcast that I was going to be very selective on the sponsors and the partnerships I make because I never wanted to advertise something that I didn't believe in or, you know, tell you guys about something that I haven't used myself. So I wanted to start off this episode by talking about my own uh, mental health story and my own journey with mental health because... I think the stories are important and the more you share, the better it is for everyone because there's a good chance someone out there has either gone through something similar, experienced something similar. And a lot of times when we're struggling with our mental health, even if we have the support around us and, you know, there are people we can reach out to and so on, there's still times where you can feel completely alone and isolated. You kind of feel like, oh, I'm the only one that is going through this no one has gone through this before no one would really understand you know where i'm at and what i'm going through so stories like this help people not feel alone and i think that's something very important because it makes it a lot more relatable and it makes you realize that it's not just you you know everyone goes through stuff like this so basically for a couple of years i think starting from 2017 onwards I had this thought in my head that I don't know where it was coming from or why, but I was like, maybe I should, you know, do therapy. Maybe I should try therapy. And to be honest, at the time, I didn't have a reason to do it. There was just something inside my head or inside me that I, this is constant, like, nagging sensation that, like, you should go to therapy. But I didn't know for what. So I never really did. Um, over the years from like 2017 to now, I really worked on myself, um, you know, made personal development a big part of my life and developed a, a completely new mindset and so on. But it wasn't until I'd say last last year that I actually went to therapy. So in 2020, uh, 
I went through a the loss of a family member and there was a couple other things going on in my life that were really really affecting my mental health and I remember I was just like unmotivated unproductive I was just sad I I was just in a very dark place and I really couldn't um, see a light at the end of the tunnel uh, during that time and the reason I talk about mental health so much and I think it's so important is because I've been I've experienced you know that low just like other people have I'm not any I'm not anything special but I saw how having such a bad state of you know mental well-being how much that affected my life in all aspects how much it affected my relationships my work um my physical health, every single thing. It affected every single aspect of my life. Whether that showed or not, um, I can't answer that. You'd have to ask the people I was with at the time. Um, so I've been there when it's a real struggle. But even then, I still didn't go to therapy. I was still, I guess, in this denial uh, state. I'm like, oh, no, I, I, I thought I could fix this myself. And then... Um, Last year, during the pandemic, I kind of reached like the end. I was like, you know what? I've tried everything myself. I've done everything in my power that to change my mindset or to, you know, address to not feel this way. And I was like, you know what? I finally got to the point. I'm like, I need help. Uh, so I went to therapy. Now, I still didn't know what I was going to therapy for. I just knew I needed help. I didn't want to feel that way anymore. And only after going to therapy, I went to uh, psychotherapy or talk therapy. Um, I did four sessions. Um, it was very useful. It gave me a whole new perspective on what my issue was and the whole issue that I'd been carrying my whole life and wasn't even aware of. I felt it, but I couldn't name it. I didn't know. I couldn't label it. I didn't know what it was, was this belief that I'm not enough. Um, and when I found that out, everything made so much more sense when I was reflecting back. There are so many points in my life that I felt, you know, like, oh, Khaled has to prove himself more. Khaled has to do more just to be on the same level as anyone else. You know, I felt that me just taking me as I am wasn't enough. I had to always prove myself more to, you know, whether it was in relationships, whether it was um, at work. So... And I realized when that started, which was when I was a kid and going back to school and stuff and, you know, thinking about like grades and you compare yourself to other people or sports and like so many different things. And I think a lot of I think we all go through this at some point since from a very young age, we're taught to compare uh, to other people. And when you start comparing yourself to other people, I think um it can get very toxic for yourself because all your validation comes from if you're on the same level as someone else, you know, it's not. So if I get like a B, someone else gets an A, for example, uh, I'm not enough. You know what I mean? I'm not as good. I'm not as worthy. I'm not as um, deserving of um, feeling loved. Not from that example, but I'm saying that's those are the kind of thoughts that I was going through. Those are the kind of thoughts that I had. Um, and I think a lot of people experience this at some point in their life, their feeling of, 
I'm not enough. Now there's different levels to everything. Some for some people you feel it and you move on. It doesn't really develop into a belief. It's just, you know, an incident. But in my case it wasn't. It was a genuine belief that I wasn't enough. So after going to therapy, I got a really new and fresh perspective on the problem. I could now label it. Uh, I understood what it was. Um, did I fully heal? Like, did I fully get over it during that those couple of sessions? No, but I definitely it definitely wasn't at the level that it was when I started. I still had that belief to some extent, but it was nowhere near what it was before. I felt a lot more comfortable. Uh, that I started to challenge that belief and I started to, um, you know, doubt it to be like, no, that's not true. Um, so once that started, it was kind of like the beginning of my, I guess, healing process or breaking that belief, if you want to call it. And then when I did, when I was doing my... Um, hypnotherapy training I so I did another I did a session um, with someone from the course about I'm not enough and it was only then that I truly found out where this came from how did it start um, and was finally able to break free from it uh, and I can tell you when there's something that's been holding you back for so long they didn't even know about and it's caused you so probably more it's probably affected you more than you even realize once you're free of that it's kind of like that glass has been shattered you know you can you see everything differently you feel different i was a lot happier um i was a lot more positive more optimistic and i really learned to love who i am regardless and i knew that i was you know capable and not just capable deserving of being you know loved and I didn't have to prove anything to anyone and so going through that really when I talk about it now and I think back the most important thing for me is to you know love the person I am and I do now um, are there things that I want to uh, achieve are there things I wish I had yeah of course man <laughs> I think everyone does but I love who I am. I wouldn't want to be anyone else. I, you know, all the my good and all my bad, I take it all and I'm very happy with that. And I would want to to help people get to that stage because when you do feel this way, you kind of feel just, the way I describe it is calm. You're kind of at peace. You're like, you know, this is who I am. I accept it all and... You know, everything else that's going to, all the external factors of life, of work, of relationships, that's just, you know, that doesn't change how I think about myself. And I think um, a lot of people from the people I've spoken to don't necessarily feel that way. So I hope this story does help you in some way. Um, again, hope it helps. <laughs> um, to just, I guess, get a new perspective on yourself and mental health and so on now when we talk about mental health one of the things that i've noticed is we always talk about it from a negative perspective it's always even myself it's just kind of what happens you know you don't if there's no problem to fix then why do i need to fix anything that's typically what you think um but mental health isn't 
something that you address or take care of only when you're struggling. It's something that you should work on every day. It's to keep you in check on the good days and the bad days. So on the bad days, it, you don't get so low. And on the good days, it just amplifies, you know, how that happiness and how you feel. So I had um, a woman on the podcast. Her name was Dr. Saliha. I'm sure many of you know her. And she gave me, she explained it to me in a completely different way. And since then, it gave me a whole new perspective and outlook on mental health. So I asked her, I was like, what's your take on mental health? How can we improve it? What's your perspective? And she's like, Khaled, I hate that word. And I was like, what? I'm like, that? You know, it kind of took me by surprise. I wasn't expecting that. And she said, I don't look at it as mental health. I look at it as mental hygiene. Um, and when she said that, it just like, like, it was like my mind was blown. It, I never looked at it in that way. She's like, think about it. We have our physical hygiene that we do every day, every day to take care of ourselves, like have a shower, brush our teeth and so on. So she's like, when it comes to mental health, it's exact same thing. Think of it as mental hygiene. So these are the things I do every day to keep my mental, uh, my mental state in a good place or clean, to use that example. And when you look at it like that, it makes it so much simpler, so much more relatable. You know, if we take care of our physical health every day, then we should also take care of our mental health every day because... They both affect each other. If you're not taking care of your physical health, it's going to affect you mentally. And if you're not taking care of your mental health, it's going to affect you physically. Um, you know, every thought creates a chemical reaction in the body. So that's why when you t a lot of people talk about, you know, why stress is so bad. Why stress is something you feel. But where does stress start? It starts in your head. Uh, and then it gets converted into emotion. Then you get that tightness in your chest. And over time, you know, it can be it can be a disaster. It can be very detrimental to your physical health. Um, so that's why I was recently thinking about, I'm like, okay, everyone talks about the stigma behind mental health. There's still a stigma. Um, and that's their goal, to break the stigma. And I was trying to figure out what is my goal? What am I trying to do? Um, with my work and everything I'm doing. I'm like, when it comes to the stigma, I think now there's more than enough information out there. Um, there's papers, there's studies that show you whether you're an individual or a company, the benefits of, you know, taking care of your mental health. So if you still have a stigma about mental health, one of two things is happening. Either you're choosing to keep that stigma and you're not, you know, going out and looking for trying to educate yourself and learn. Or two, you've never taken a second to ask yourself the question, how is my mental health? What is my mental state of mind? Because if you're unaware, how can you, be, how, how can you address it? How can you fix it? So my priority isn't to break the stigma. My priority is, again, use this word a lot, <laughs> is to help people make mental health their number one priority. I've learned how much it's affected my life when I made it a priority. And that doesn't mean that I don't fall off the wagon sometimes. That doesn't mean that sometimes I'll forget to meditate or, you know, do my write in my gratitude uh, journal and so on. But I have a routine. I have something in place that I'll do more often than not to keep my mental health in a good place. Even recently, um, 
I was going through a tough time for like a month and you start to notice it just but it takes a while mental health isn't like a physical when you're struggling with your mental health it's not like a physical injury a physical injury is right in your face it's instant you feel it you can see it sometimes um so it's you know your attention on it is immediate you quickly respond to it uh, and try to fix it with mental health it's not something that changes your mental health doesn't become bad overnight it's an accumulation over time when you know one day turns into two turns into three and then a week and then a month and then before you know it slowly slowly you know you start s- sinking down into an into a bad place and you start having anxiety you start having depression um you're always stressed you don't sleep you affects your eating no motivation productivity the list goes on and on so that's why mental health it's even more important to take care of it is because it's it's the in- non-tangible because you can't see it it's because you're not a, it's not something you're aware of and if you're not taking care of it over time there's a good chance you you end up in a bad place just like I did um that's why I talk about the importance of having a, a routine something you can fall back on when you know you're struggling or something not just when you're struggling something you can fall fall back on when you're in a good place as well the routine is just about keeping you in check it's about you having like a good foundation think of it like that you have a foundation so no matter what happens whether good or bad we either bounce up from this or we get pulled up uh, to that level uh, if we're you know in a bad place so it's so important um but it's also a choice um if you don't want to do it just like if you i you can't force anyone to go to the gym or take care of themselves physically the same thing when it comes to mental health i could sit here and for hours and tell you the benefits and what you should do but you have to do it it has to come from you and unfortunately sometimes we have to at least i learned in my experience um you have to hit rock bottom like kind of what covid did it kind of made everyone you know sit back and have to face whatever they weren't facing you couldn't see people you're just in your thoughts and then you kind of realize oh maybe my thoughts aren't so great and why is that so sometimes trauma is what causes you to wake up but the whole point behind what i do and you know people out there who are like advocating for mental health and trying to educate people and so on is to not let you get to that place because you don't have to but everyone's different some people learn by you know hitting rock bottom some people can you know learn from the m- mistakes of others and what other people have done so at the end at the end of the day the choice is up to you um i would always recommend to take care of your mental health and make it a priority for yourself because you will see the benefits you will feel the benefits and you'll see how every aspect of your life will improve uh if you are taking care of your mental health um and the most important thing i think is behind all of this is to get help if you need it and man even if you don't you know people i've i've spoken to people and i know people that go to therapy not because they're in a bad place but because it helps them so it's not about you don't need to go to a therapist only like if you're in a bad place you can go to a therapist even if you're in a good place but it helps you 
get a new perspective. It helps you get some things off your chest. It helps you feel better. It helps you let go of some emotions. So if that's what you need to improve your life, whether from if you're in a good state or a bad state, then do it. What's the harm? I, I don't understand. Um, that's why this whole stigma thing frustrates me because there isn't one. You're a human being just like I am. So if and everyone struggles with their mental health, unless you're a, a robot, then <laughs> then you don't. Um, but if you're a human being, uh, I'll bet you anything in the world, not just bet, I know that you have struggled with your mental health at some point. There's different, and when I say struggle, there's different levels to that. So it's not that you were in such a bad place, but I guarantee you there's days that you've struggled with your mental health. Um, so it affects all of us. So if it affects all of us, then we should all probably do something about it. Um, when it comes to, I guess, a routine, find what works for you. Uh, I learned through trial and error. I tried, God knows, maybe like millions of of different types of meditations before I found the one I liked, the one that suited me. Um, and, you know, I tried journaling, I tried gratitude, I tried so many different things. Find what works for you. And most importantly, if you're, you know, starting out fresh, keep it as simple as possible. So, for example, if you're meditating, set it to meditate for like two minutes. That's it. Just do that for a week, two weeks, three weeks. Build, make it a habit. That's what the goal is here. It's not to make it a task that you have to do, but a habit that you do anyway. Um, so that's why if you're starting out, make it as simple as possible. And it's it should be there to help. It's not there as like a chore, you know. So I've had, because I've when I was first starting out, I remember I'm like, I want to meditate, I want to do this, I want to do that. And then I was like, it got it was too much at once so it got to the point like oh i don't want to do that you know it became like something it felt like something i had to do not something that i want to do for myself so start small uh, keep it simple and coming back to what i said earlier if you need the help get the help um just always i'll always you know advocate if you need like seek it out uh, there's no shame in getting help we all need help no one is got to where they are is who they are today without having help from someone or people along the way um so think about that as the same thing when it comes to like your your mental health it's so important um i can i'll emphasize this a million times <laughs> and it still won't be enough um but again it is a choice so the choice is up to you um how i can help so i'm an rtt therapist um so which is rapid transformational therapy, just to give you guys a brief background. So it combines um, NLP, it combines cognitive behavioral therapy, it combines hypnotherapy, it combines all these different therapies into a structured process. Um, it's You need between one to three sessions, and it's rare that people have three, but um, everyone's different, so sometimes you need three, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and the beauty of it is that you get to the root of the problem immediately. Um, you know, in one session, you understand where is this coming from? How has it been affecting your life? And once you understand something, then you can fix it. Just like with me when I was doing, um, when I went to therapy and I didn't know what my problem was. But when I found that out, then I could start tackling it. So, but with RTT, the beauty of it is that it's immediate. It's, um, 
it's instant, it's very fast. Uh, and then once you understand what the problem is, we reframe the problem uh, and I make you a personalized uh, recording uh, that you listen to every day. And it's specifically tailored to you and what you want. So you, there's, you and no one else in the world will have the same recording. So it's 100% tailored to you and what you need. Um, and you listen to that for 21 days because it takes 21 days to form a new belief. And that's not me saying it. That's scientifically proven, guys. I promise you can go look it up yourself um, if you'd like. Um, so that's what I do. That's how I can help you. Um, but um, I say this not so you come to me. I say this. This is just what I can do. If you think that there's other there's other forms of help that would benefit you more, please go out and do it. You know, there's no problem with that. As long as you're getting the help you need, that's all I care about. Uh, and I'm just here if you need it. Uh, and if that if that's something that you'd like, um, I think that's what's most important at the end of the day. Um, if you can help one person or you can encourage one person to get help and, you know, they have a complete transformation. It's when I've worked with my clients is the most beautiful and fulfilling thing in the world to see someone you know we finish the session and to look at someone and to be like for them to be like Khaled I never knew I've repressed this memory I never knew about that now I understand it all makes so much sense it's a beautiful feeling and it makes the work I do mean so much to me um so like I said before if you can't understand the problem you can't fix it so I think I'll end it there guys I think that's a good way to round off uh this episode um, so just in summary, get the help you need, make mental health a priority. And I hope now you have a new perspective on mental health. Remember, it's not mental health, it's mental hygiene. Uh, and I hope that is helpful to you. I want to say thank you to you more for sponsoring this episode and uh, par for our partnership. Super excited about this. And guys, you can always, um, you can find them at, on the app store anywhere. Just download it. Uh, it's free and I'm sure it will give you at least a good starting point to start taking care of your mental health and monitoring it on a daily basis. Until next time, guys, much love. And as always, hope it helps. Peace.